Hey folks, I want to talk a little bit about class warfare. This is unprepped, unprepared. I'm going to talk about um, prosecutors. And I want to compare prosecutors as we would to a, say, a leasing agent or a property manager. What's a property manager's job? Property manager's job is to retention. Say you have a property of 300 apartments. Well, your job is to keep those properties filled you want to keep them filled okay so when corporate looks down we have uh joe blow apartments we have lots of different properties across the country and uh joe blow he's the property manager of joe blow apartments and we see he has a lot of retention so a prosecutor's job is to keep the jail cells filled that's why when you see people running for prosecutor Here's uh, Joe Smith. Hey, I'm Joe Smith. I have a 98% conviction rate. Elect me because I'm keeping you safe. Joe Smith for prosecutor. Well, what better way to keep those freaking jail cells filled than with the poor? They can't defend themselves. They can't afford to. They have to have a public pretender. They can't afford a... um. Uh, you know, high-priced attorney, they can't do that, so they get a, what they call the public defender, or public pretender is known in the game. And so, well, you know, can't afford bond, well, guess what? You gotta stay in jail. Keep those butts in jails. That's why the rich can afford to commit all of the crimes they want to, because they can afford high-priced attorneys. And they can, they can string it along for months, even years, even decades. And they can, you know, forego cases and uh, just back up the system with paperwork. And they can file this and this and that and the other and disputes. And, uh, well, he didn't really say that. This is what was said and blah, blah, blah. And just, just back it up and back it up. I'm not using the correct terminologies right now. So anyway, Joe Blow prosecutor's job is to keep jails filled with poor people because they can't afford the bond we have a bond system poor people can't afford to bond out so when bill clinton was in office his whole thing was three strikes and you're out huh so on a local level i'm a cop i arrest you okay take you to jail you get a low-level felony that's your first strike I get to know you, see you back out again, you send you back in, you violated, now you're back in, that's strike two. And now, let's say you're in, and we trump up charges on you, you stole the steak, you did this, we call it larceny, you know, and boom, you're in. So, long story short, Bill Clinton balanced the budget, but by the year 2000, when he left office, more African-Americans were incarcerated than in 1859. Now, why do I choose that year? Because that was the lowest slavery in 1859 than was on record, recorded today. But think about that. In the year 2000, the 21st century, under Bill Clinton, more African-Americans were incarcerated than were enslaved in 1859. And that's why I say the left wing and the right wing belong to the same bird. And that's why the system's fucked up. So now you have the situation to where it's, um, I don't even care anymore. 
White people, you're poor, I'm going to throw you right on in too. It's profits for prisons, prisons for profits, however you want to term it. It's They've been profitized now. It's Prisons now are a business, so we got to keep people in there to make products. And we'll pay them 17 cents an hour or some ungodly thing. And this is a reality here in America. This isn't just something, just some left-winger or right-winger just talking propaganda. This actually happens. I'll tell you another thing that actually happens, another big scam, the Salvation Army. Billion-dollar charity, right? Supposedly a nonprofit takes advantage of the homeless. Bring the homeless in. Put them to work on the trucks, run their stores, feed them, give them a bed. Now, here's a situation of you got, okay, you put six or seven men in a room, in a cot, that's their housing. So, got six or seven guys in a room, stink to high hell, snoring, oh my God, snoring, two or three guys snoring, you're not getting no sleep. If you're a, if you're a light sleeper, you're done for. And then you're expected to go to work for eight to nine hours the next day for next to nothing. Right. And then they feed you. Most of that is all through donations. They're not losing a dime. They get tremendous amount of donations. And everything they sell in their stores is all through donations. It's all write-offs. And then if you go against the rules, you're out in the dead of winter. You broke our rules, you're out of here. See you later. Guess what? We got a waiting list of homeless people we'll bring in to replace you. Then that guy comes in who gets your cot that they threw you out of because you couldn't take the snoring. Because you weren't getting any harassed. You were working for next to nothing. And yeah, that's the Salvation Army scam. And now they're building, or have been building these places that look absolutely beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And they indoctrinate you into their religion. They indoctrinate your try to, and here comes Sergeant So and So from the Salvation Army, and everyone's got to give her a big applaud, and she waves at you, and she doesn't know you or anything, and she'll say a couple platitudes here and there, marches up and down, leaves, and they bring in billions, and then they send people out to ring the bell to collect more money, and they get checks. And they give it out a little bit here or there. They might help somebody out with an electric bill in their community. And they do a little of this. Trust me, folks. Salvation Army is not losing any money. And they're not a non-profit. They're making tons of money. And they're living quite well. They're living quite well. The higher-ups. They should be investigated. America, it's one big scam. Everything's for profit. And it's all off the working people's back. And you know what? When I say the left wing and the right wing belong to the same bird, I'm telling you, they are. That's why I'm not Democratic happy, but I'm a Republican afraid. And they proved they belong to the same bird. On April 30th, all in the name of COVID, in the name of COVID, the Democrats and Republicans got together, got together here, passed $2 trillion to the rich. No more arguing, no haggling, no debate. No calling each other names, and you don't care about... No, they did it overnight. Did it overnight. No problem. They talked about it in the news briefly the next day, and then swept it under the rug. Let me quantify this for you. When I was a kid in the 70s, 
We couldn't imagine how much a million was. A billion, we laughed about it. A billion, yeah, that's like saying kajillion, bagillion, bazillion. A trillion, yeah, right. Dr. Neil deGrasse Tyson quantified this. Okay, let's... A thousand one dollar bills is 4.3 inches in thickness. Astrophysicist... Neil deGrasse Tyson says, you can stack a trillion $1 bills to the moon and back four times. Mind-blowing, isn't it? Yeah. And we gave $2 trillion, not one, but two, to the rich who didn't need it, didn't ask for it. <laughs> On April 30th, all in the name of covid to the rich. Guess who's paying for that, folks? The poor, the working poor, and the middle class. And even to a degree, the upper middle class. Didn't even need it. They didn't ask for it. Didn't want it. So those who didn't need the money, got the money. Even Fox News said it. Yeah, Fox News even said that. But, yeah, take that to task. So when I say the left wing and the right wing belong to the same bird. And then, a month later... There you see the Democrats and Republicans putting on their dog and pony show. Oh, we're fighting for the American people. We we know you can't do this. We got to help them. We got to help the Amer the average American person. We got to do it. And then they passed some more money to the rich and gave you twelve hundred bucks. Two and a half months later, but by the time you got it, that money was due. A lot of people were able to catch up on some back bills, but a lot of people were evicted. A lot of people. I, I saw people that in my apartment complex alone that are no longer there, that are gone. And a lot of new people are in since then. And um, a lot of people now, there's new evictions going on. And, oh, my God, the Democrats, what is it? It's now what... Um, September 17th, 18th, four months ago, put this outrageous bill out there for $3 trillion that they knew the Republicans would never, ever pass because they control the Senate. They knew they were never going to pass this. But to make themselves look at the good guys, well, we put this money out there months ago. They knew the Democrats were never going, or this, the Republicans were never going to approve this. It's nice in thought, nice in the abstract, but they knew they weren't going to do it. Now, this could have been mitigated, if not avoided altogether, they wouldn't have passed that $2 trillion to the rich in the first place. But now they had to make sure they took care of their fucking special interest people, didn't they? Had to do that. Had to do that, didn't they? Got to take care of their rich. Got to be beholden to their donors. Left wing and the right wing belong to the same bird, folks. Quit thinking you got a choice. You don't. Here's your choices. 32 different flavors of ice cream. Window, aisle, seat. Smoking and non-smoking. Even that's becoming uh, different. You know, paper, plastic. What color color shoes do you like? Those are your choices. Uh, diesel gas, regular gas. Man, these, these are your actual choices. But when it comes to politics, you got no choice. 
So here it is. They're screwing around with this so-called stimuli, stimulus package again. You know, we're gonna do that. We're gonna hurt you, and they're gonna really care about you. They're yeah, no, no, we can't. All right, in a minute, we're gonna take a three-week break. Have you seen the breaks these socialists get? They get more breaks in free health care. It's all paid for by you guys, Democrats and the Republicans. It's all paid for. They don't want you to have it, though. Can't afford it. We can't afford Medicare for all, damn it. It'll break this country. Couple trillion dollars in 10 years, they said. But we pulled out 6.2 trillion in seven months. That's sinking. It's all a scam, folks. It really is. Both sides are pissing in your face and telling you it's raining. Everybody becomes an economist when it comes to something that's going to help the working man or the poor people. How are we going to pay for it? How? They all they all become smart. Truck drivers all become you know uh, the average uh, seven twenty five an hour worker all become intelligent economists. How are we going to pay for it? How? But when it comes to passing billions for the military, oh, don't worry about it. It's all going to work out. Don't worry. We got yeah yeah, yeah passed another hundred billion to yep yeah, absolutely. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Oh yeah, two trillion to the rich. Yeah, of course. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. We want to pass 20 million to the poor. How are you going to pay for it? How's that going to happen? Can't afford it. 6.2 trillion in seven months, folks. 6.2 trillion in less than seven months. And, and, and if they pass this. Other proposed one and a half trillion that they've dropped down to. It's gonna be what? Almost 7.5, trillion. It's all a scam, folks. Rich get richer, poor get poorer. There is no middle class. After World War II, you could have one person working one job and raise a family. Can't do it now. Got to have two people working. And people are sleeping on each other's couches, moving in with their parents. And, you know, you got to love these boomers. Don't you love these freaking boomers these days? Not all of them. Can't say all of them. But a mass, you know, the boomers, the boomers that were, you know, live free. Ride my bike or die. Ride free or die. I wanted everything for free. Got everything for free. Got the pensions. Got the jobs. Got their parents' pensions. Got the Ford A plan, the B plan, the C plan, the General Motors plan. It's got it all. Got it all. Now they don't want nobody to have crap. Don't want the millennials to have crap, Generation uh, uh, X to have crap, or Generation Y to have crap. Now, all the live free and love free and 
free drugs and free love and free everything. Now their motto is fucking, I got mine, get yours. He with the most toys dies wins. Yeah, a whole different theory these days, isn't it for them? They've turned into a bunch of control freaks. The screw you, I got mine people. You know what I mean? The bootlickers. Remember the big tough bikers? I'm the bikers I knew growing up in the 70s. If he even thought about a cop or talked about a cop, they'd probably stomp you in the ground. Now these bikers, bikers for the blue. We support the blue. Blue lives matter. What? 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 Wait a minute. What? When, when did this happen? What? What? Wait a minute. And these guys are my age. I'm in my mid-50s. And I'm like, what? When, when, when did the bikers become bootlickers? Hey, Officer Smith. Can I lick your boots and give you a handy with that? Would you like a little handy, sir? A little red, white, and blue and some freedom juice? Platitudes with, uh, with that, sir? Uh, no, not today. Maybe tomorrow you can rub me one out for me. Okay, I'll get on my bike and do my American Patriot duty. Maybe I can rub one out for you tomorrow, sir. Okay, thank you. Yeah, yeah. What's going on with this country? You know, the same people that used to stockpile weapons against the government. Remember those tough guys, those Second Amendment tough guys? They come for us. They come for us American citizens. We'll be ready for them. We'll be ready for them. Be ready for them. And then they did. The feds came in unmarked cars. No badges, no ID numbers. And started throwing people in unmarked cars. And what'd they do? Those Second Amendment people. They came to help them. To help the feds. What the? What the? You boot-looking, boot-licking wimps. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with people anymore. Any of this tough talking. Bunch of tough talkers. Yeah. Right wing, left wing belong to the same bird. Getting screwed by both of them, people. Getting screwed by both. But at any rate, I'm not a Democrat. Damn sure not a Republican. People don't realize I'm a Reagan, I'm a Reagan Republican. Really? Why? Because he was a, he's best Republican out there. Really? You mean the guy that created more debt than every other president before him combined, going back to Washington? Really? The guy that stockpiled more CEOs <laughs> than any other president? Really? You're either rich or stupid, and I'm thinking it's the latter. You know, and they just funnel this corporate, you know, corporate, corporate media on us and pound it on us, just drill it in our heads, and, you know, we don't even watch that crap anymore. MSNBC, CNN showed more Trump rallies than they did a Bernie rally, and Bernie had thousands and thousands and thousands at his rallies. And they're talking about recipes. I mean, I remember when Hillary ran, and I do not support Hillary whatsoever. What a shill she is. 
and they would cut in and show Trump's rallies. They gave Trump more media support. It's like they create a president so bad that a horrible president coming up like Biden looks better. Biden, I can't believe that that's who the DNC rolled out. If you vote for the other guy then, I challenge you to a push-up contest. You're a dog-faced pony soldier. Vote for somebody else. Things don't go his way. He runs 18 days before the New Hampshire's even done. Gets an attitude with people, but now he's a nice guy. Folks, I'm the solution. I'm Get out of here. The hell out of here. Get the hell out of here. And Trump, he hasn't done a damn thing other than give tr tax breaks to the wealthy. Hasn't, to my knowledge, wrote one piece of legislation. Done more golfing. Uh, Barack Obama golfed 333 times in eight years. Uh, I think, I believe it's 248 times. It hasn't even been four years yet for Trump. I call him Twitler. Look, neither one of them are doing anything for the American people, and it's not going to change. If you think you got a choice, you don't. They're going to put in who they want to. I believe it's going to be Biden. And it's just like, okay, Rick Schneider, Governor Michigan, poisoned the Flint water. Poisoned it. Knew about it. When he was confronted, realized it, you know what he did? The General Motors plant was getting the same water, and it was screwing up the auto parts. So bad the parts were coming out horrible. He switched their water back to the Huron River, the good water, and left the people of Flint's and the poor section of towns connected to the bad, the Flint River. <laughs> Guess what? The Democrats, the people, the people's choice, supposedly, the ones for the people, ain't doing nothing about it. No charges being brought up, not doing a damn thing. And this guy built the mansion. I'm in Louisville, by the way. No, I'm actually in Indiana now. Built the new mansion over there on Getty's Road. Built the new mansion. He ain't facing no charges, no nothing. Because Democrats don't give a crap. They pretend they do. That's why Dem exited. They talk all that crap. Oh, we're for the Nancy Pelosi taking a knee. Taking a knee. Yeah, Bill Clinton. Three strikes and you're out. Really? Barack Obama. Mr. Change has got to be different this time, really? And you droned so many people, standing rock? You did the same thing Trump did. You you sent in the feds while the Indians, were, the Native American people were protesting. You did the same thing Trump did. You sent in the feds. You went to Flint and told the Flint people the water was fine, and they and they were shocked. They thought you were coming to save the day, but no. 
Not, not, no, Mr. Obama, no. Don't worry, folks, the water's fine. You brought in a cup of water from backstage. And people were saying, no, try it out of the faucet here, right here, right here in the school. No, you wouldn't do that, would you? And the people were appalled, and you let them down. The right wing and the left wing belong to the same bird. I can go on and on, folks. It's really bad. It's really bad. And uh, we're scary about Twitler. And George Carlin said it years ago. They're coming for your social security money, folks. Said it, said it close to 30 years ago. And it's on the chopping blocks. And, and if the Republicans don't get it, they've been wanting to get it. Uh, Joe Biden tried to get it years ago. He voted for it four times. Well, you think he's the, he, he's any better than, 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 than Trump? He's just going to screw you. When he screws, he's just going to give you a kiss and do it nicely. You just won't realize you're getting screwed. At least, you know, Trump's saying, hey, I'm going to screw you. I don't care, you know. Which, it's both bad. It's both bad. I and mean, Trump hasn't done anything great other than bring division. That's, that's it. And it's just out in your face, you know. And for any progressive out there that says, well, I think I'm going to vote Trump. Well, you're, you're a moron. You're, you're just a, you're just a moron just because your guy didn't win, you know. And it, it's just, it's, it's capitalism, you know. It's shrinking the middle class. It's taking over. And it started with Reagan. Um, it's my personal beliefs. I've watched it. I've seen it. You know, and if you're in socialism, 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 eh, you grew up off socialism. And don't give me your, don't give me your, Canada, uh, Venezuela, don't, eh, you gotta have a mixture of capitalism and socialism. Democratic socialism. Most of you went to public schools. Democratic socialism. The roads you're driving. Drive on democratic socialism, public libraries, public parks, where you celebrate your favorite fourth holiday of Fourth of July. Democratic socialism, public parks, public museums, national parks, the police force that you so vigorously and vehemently defend, and fire departments. Democratic socialism. Did you know that once upon a time, all these things you had to pay for? If your house was on fire, you called, or you rang that bell on the street, the fire police, fire department came. You had to pay for it out of your pocket. If you didn't have the money, your house burnt. They said, wait a minute, we've got to do something better about this. They socialized it. Democratic socialism. Police department. Getting your ass kicked. He was breaking your house. Whatever's going on. They socialized it. Comes out of taxes. Now, here's a major problem. Jeff Bezos, the owner, the owner of Amazon, makes roughly a hundred million, hundred and ninety million. Not a year, not a month, not a week, a day. Pays no taxes. How can that be, Mr. Darrell? Yeah, let me let me reiterate that. $190 million pays no taxes. Churches bringing billions pays no taxes. Pays no taxes. The Walmart family 
the Walton family, owners of Walmart, brings in billions, pays no taxes, offers no health care for their employees, pays them minimum wage. Now, before you start defending, well, those are just stepping stone jobs. Still got to have people to do them. And they can afford to do it. And the income disparity is just, just insane. That's why you get treated like shit when you go there. And that's why no one gives a fuck. Because I wouldn't give a shit either. Stepping stone job or not. Some people, that's the best they can do. Because if everybody's stepping stone in, there's no continuity in these jobs. And some people are Walmart workers. Some people are fast food workers. That's what they do. Some people have moved up. Okay. But some people are good people that work these jobs. And that's what they do. And they deserve more. I mean, when you come on, when you're making millions, you can afford to pay more. And in fact, it's been proven that there was a time there when these Walton family was showing people how to get Medicaid through the state and how to get food stamps because they refuse to pay a living wage. It's just horrible. It's capitalism. It's just destroying our country. They want to take more and more and more from you. So what happens now is when your plant closes, like say the one that Trump promised, hey, we're going to build a plant. Two years later, they closed the only plant they had there. I don't believe a damn thing he says. Everything he says, the opposite happens. Or you can believe the opposite is going to happen. He's just proved it time and time again. And if you don't think that, there's some, you're, you're the most myopic thinker. Or your cognitive dissonance is so in touch. You're so embedded with your anger or whatever it is that you got going that you just refused to see reality. You know, Mark Twain said that it's easier to fool someone than convinced them that you've been fooled and in this the truth you know people just don't want to admit that they've been fooled and they're going to stick to the whole red white and blue freedom juice thing so they closed that plant in flint or i'm sorry in warren and what's that person going to do now you got 1100 people looking for the same comparable job or at least the type of wage that they were used to and guess what bills are aren't stopping most of them go to minimum wage jobs because you can pick them up relatively quick. And nowadays they pay daily. Right? Can't live off them. They find that out real quick until they scatter out and try to find something. Until, and it happens. Or your job was shipped overseas or whatever the case may be. So slowly as they're picking at your check... You know, uh, you're paying for your insurance. Well, you know, they look down at you and say, what can we take from the working man? Let me see what we got down here. Well, we're certainly not giving them health insurance. We can, they can pay for that on its own. <clears throat> and then that comes out of your check, which depends if you have a family or individual, you're single, and it could be 100 a week, 150, 200, up to 300. That comes out, and you... That means you're, and then you're paying Medicare tax, which is for someone else's, true. I'd rather just pay one flat little Medicare for all, and you're done with it. So out of that comes that, that you're paying along with that one, two, three hundred that you're paying for your own. Then you have co-pays, and you have deductibles, and then you have 
uh, your prescriptions, you know. So every time you go to a doctor, you're coming out of your pocket, and you really can't afford to get sick. And then you're paying, uh, so that, that check is steadily shrinking, steadily shrinking. And then you have the end of overtime. The weekend pretty much is gone, which uh, democratic socialism gave you. You know, everyone works weekends now. It's pretty much gone. Uh, labor unions are pretty much gone. Uh, longer hours, less pay, more demand. You know, everything in democratic socialism. You know, public, why do public schools suck? Why do people, well, well, because the rich aren't paying their taxes. You know, everything is expected, you know, for the working man to pay for the working poor. And it, it's just, you know, it's just being sucked. And that's why we have such stupid, myopic people. Because they wonder why the roads suck, why public schools suck, why does everything suck. Because if the Republicans had their way, they'd want to privatize school. So that means now you're paying house note or rent. Now you got to pay for your children's school, too. Yeah. Auto insurance. Health insurance. Out-of-pocket expenses. Car note. Car insurance. Food, clothing, forget anything else. Forget a vacation. And then you got to pay for your kids' education. You got to be making a, a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand a year to make it. You know, average working man can't afford to do that. You know, hell, a master's degree might not get you to be able to do that, depending on how many kids you have, you know. Yeah, so let's see. What else can we... T let's look down on these working people to see what else can we take from them. Okay, we got their weekend. Okay, end of overtime. Double time. Yeah, it's just about gone. Triple time's been gone. That that doesn't even... That triple time? <laughs> Most of you probably don't even know what triple time was. Even double time. Time and a half? I think that's still around somewhere. In, in some cases. Oh, what else can we take out of their check? And we took away the weekend, took everything out. And it's slowly being siphoned away from you. And now they're coming from your Social Security and your care. So, you know. So when you start knocking socialism and democratic socialism, hell, if you got a Social Security card, you're a card-carrying socialist. And you, the best part of your life probably was socialism. The democratic socialism, the public school you went to, you know, your public high school and you played on the baseball team or you were on the cheerleading squad or the volleyball team or the baseball team and all that old good stuff or, you know, feeling old Susie Rotten crash up under the bleachers, you know, good stuff like that, you know. And now that you're out in the corporate private world, oh, you got to get up two hours early just to be there on time because remember folks remember if you're on time you're late oh boy so i gotta get up shower brush my teeth drive an hour and a half there which i'm not gonna get paid for i gotta do it five days a week then i gotta work my eight to nine to ten hour shift deal with all the bullshit and drive all the way back, which I don't get paid for. Get out and do it all over again for the next 35 to 40 years. Somewhere in there, I got to fit in a good time in life. Yeah, wonderful. I mean, while they take all this stuff away from me, that's capitalism. Gotta love it. 
Yeah, so like I said, all the good stuff you probably enjoyed was the democratic socialism, which they're slowly pulling away from. And the rich don't have to pay anything into it. Don't have to pay anything into anything. Don't give me that Venezuela. Look at Venezuela. Like any system can be corrupted depending on who's in leadership. That's what you're seeing now. That's what you're seeing now. That's what we've been seeing. And they're giving you that old red, white, and blue, pumping you with that freedom juice and freedom ain't free and they keep telling you about uh, our soldiers are dying to protect your freedom. Bullshit. Our soldiers are dying to protect the riches' wealth. I know you don't might not want to hear it, but it's the truth. The last actual war we've ever should have been in was World War II. Everything else, everything else has been prick-waving to protect the riches' wealth. Get over there and fight and protect my money. And that's the truth, folks. You want to hear it or not. Well, what about 9-11? Don't give me that crap. Don't give me that crap. That was all business. It was all money. Because I believe they didn't, weren't so much about taking, worried about taking out American lives, which they did do, and that was a damn horrible thing. You're damn right it was. You're damn right it was horrible. They were really just about taking about American lives. They went to a fucking football stadium where 80,000 to 100, hell, U of M, University of Michigan football stadium on any given Saturday in the airports right down the goddamn street where the Iranian, the, uh, the, 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 the terrorists trained, they proved that's where they got their, their flight training. 113,000 people gather on a Saturday. If they wanted to take out just American people, if that was their ultimate goal, they'd have crashed those planes into that stadium and took out thousands upon thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people. They targeted the World Trade Center. Why? Because what do you do at the World Trade Center? What's that? That's a business institution, basically. It's the Trade Center. And what they were saying, it was like the mega capital of our financial institution. So much is ran through there, blah, 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 blah. And they still wanted to target us, and they were trying to do we're trying to hurt us financially. Happened to be that there was a lot of people, and they did it in the morning. Not justifying anything of it. Telling you, our wars are because of business it's business and we're sending our kids over there to protect business interests it's the bottom line desert storm vietnam war korean war all prick waving and business interests and when you give me that platitude you mean to tell me that this dead soldier is be yeah yeah it's exactly what i'm telling you wasn't to protect my freedoms the average person chose freedoms or that. No, 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 no. Or this person's right to protest. Or that person. Sadly enough, the truth is that's what these people are dying for. And I've talked to so many veterans for two years. One of the jobs I had was taking people to their doctor's appointments. I was taking veterans back and forth. And more and more of them realized and questioned why they were where they were at. And I talked to these people in depth. Why do I have shrapnel on my body? 
Why did I have to watch these three guys die in the same Jeep? Why am I can go on and on and on and on and on. And why am I actually, why was I over there? Who am I fighting? Where is this enemy? There's no soldiers over here. What army am I fighting? What's going on? On and on and on and on. And, and it's these dumbass people, these so-called patriots who never serve, they got, get all choked up over the American flag. Get all choked up about the military that never, ever fucking served. The USA, USA, don't take a knee, blah, blah, blah. These overpaid athletes, what about these overpaid fucking CEOs that make way too much money and don't pay a goddamn penny of tax? That's who we're protecting. That's whose rights we're protecting. Not me and you. Now when people are going today to, to, to jail every day for bullshit crimes... And we're filling up with imprisonment, so don't give me that bullshit. You need to be, your anger needs to be proportionate to who's really being protected. And don't think that you're that important. That your taxes are going to be paying for, you're not that important. They're not worried about your little bit of money. Okay? They're not really worried about your rights. Okay? They'll throw you in jail quicker than anybody else. Seriously. They'll, they'll, they'll do you over as quick as they would do me or the next person because you don't have the money. If you do have the money, they won't mess with you because they know you can get yourself out. You're not that important, okay? If you, if you are, you're just another statistic that they can throw you in the system and you'll work for them. Let there be no ambiguity about it. it, it, it it's just, it is what it is. So again, this is all unscripted. I don't have any notes in front of me. I'm just going at the top of my head. Um, I know I've said a lot, a lot of things. To uh, it's, it's, it's. We live in a pernicious world. I mean, forget pernicious. The the end result is it's already here. Um, it's a, a freight train out of control. Um, people need to wake up and really try to, I, I guess, focus. I don't know. I, I really don't know. I think people are just trying to do the best they can. And um, people need to wake up. Um, so hope you've enjoyed or at least got enlightened a little bit. If you want to fact check anything that I've said, please feel free to do so. Um, try to step out of your own thinking. Really look at some things. Um, don't be so stuck in your way of thinking. Because I used to be a Republican. I was raised Republican. And I looked at how my father was. And he was an asshole. Every everything that he he said, he was the opposite of. All the good talk that he talked, he was completely the opposite of it. All the Christian values, everything you know, everything that he spoke about, he didn't live. You know, uh, and so I went Democratic for a while, and then I realized they just do it in a nicer way. They're, they're you know so full of crap too. They just talk a better game. You know, and then I got way past that and just reached a different existential point uh, and, and and try to, and that, that's what I want people to do. I, I want people to realize not to be just stuck in what you know and what you know only and, and 
And it really is a slap in the face when you realize that you're wrong, when your cognitive dissonance and you really wake up and it's almost embarrassing. It's like, holy shit, I'm the asshole here. I'm the one, I'm the one that's, oh my God. And then someone was telling you, you know, no, 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 no. This is what's what. And I, I'll remember that feeling it was years and years and years ago. And someone woke me up to a few different things. And, um, I, you know, I always enjoyed my platitudes, you know, can't fight city hall and it is what it is. And this, you know, just things that just, uh, just had no substance behind them, but they were just platitudes. It just, you know, just cause they sounded right. Cause other people were saying, um, and then someone really sat me down and just kind of hit me with some things. And I did some research and studying and I really just stepped out of myself and looked at how things are really are and I, I so if you can do that i would implore that you do that try to do that um it ain't easy like i said uh it, it's it's easier to fool someone than admit you've been fooled um and and sometimes you, you, the ego is so strong that you really got to separate yourself from people around you and you have to do it on your own and, and swallow your pride and um um, and some things won't sit well with you because everything that you thought was right wasn't. And next time we'll do a little religious talk. And, um, if you hate me for everything I just said, boy, you're really going to hate me on the next one. So hope everybody's all right, doing well. And until the next one, take care. Bye-bye.